0: Welcome to the Violent Zen Podcast. Happy New Year. As I'm recording this, we're still sitting in 2018. By the time you hear this, it will be January 1st, or, you know, a little bit past it, depending on when you hear it. Today is a very special episode. Today, we have a solo cast. Today, we have your guest, Andy Vo, and your host, Andy Vo. Um, it dawned on me that I never really covered my own story. I have people on here, but I never really talked about my own experiences. And when someone brought it up, I guess it kind of makes sense. So I do apologize if I stumble upon my words. I do apologize if I um, do this. If I just, uh... yeah, you're going to hear a lot of that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Let's, let's get started. I'll take you through the story of why I do what I do why we're here, why we listen to the words of the people that come on this podcast, and why I hope I can relate. I don't know. So I was always a troubled child. I never really had many friends. Uh, I started very overweight. And as a child, I was always really angry. I got into so many fights. I would fight and fight and fight. And I remember in uh, even in kindergarten in pre-JK too, That I would I remember I hit somebody so hard that the nose started bleeding. I remember as a kid I didn't know what that was. I don't I don't know why I had so much anger. I didn't know. Maybe life at home. I'll be honest, I don't know. I don't remember. And at the time I never really got along with anyone. I didn't really have support. I didn't really have friends. My parents meant well. My parents gave me everything they could. Because when they were growing up they didn't have anything. But sometimes they gave me a little too much. I was really overweight, I was judged a lot for my outer appearance, and I didn't really know why, I thought everyone had to be the same way, and again, I didn't really have many friends, and the ones that I did, well, I only had them when I was fake, when I was pretending to be someone who I wasn't, when I was trying to fit in, when I was trying to fit this mold, this mold of uh, perfection, this mold of just being someone who was liked, actually accepted, not me. And for the ones that did stick around, the friends that I did consider, I'll love them forever. I'll love them to death. But that's not what the story is about. The story is about going forward. Now, skip along a few more years, and I'm still alone. I have a few friends here and there. But there was always a sense of having to impress people, always as if I was never good enough, almost as if, I always had to have something that they'd like me for, whether it be my clothes, whether it be money, whether it be the food, whether it be me making them laugh. I always had to have a reason for why people liked me. And I never understood why. I was always trying to do things to fit in and doing whatever people wanted. I let people step all over me. I wanted to be one of them so badly. I just wanted to be normal. And I didn't know and I didn't understand why I was relinquishing my own will so easily. I gave my own time, my respect, my everything for these people who didn't really care about me, who didn't really even know what I was going through at the time. And so I remember middle school hit and thoughts of suicide and depression started showing up. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what it was. I thought it was normal. I thought everyone had to go through this sense of loneliness. This uh, overbearing sense of heavy. Almost as if everything was moving in slow motion. And I couldn't explain it at the time. How could you? As a kid, how do you even know what that is? How do you even know what death is? It just seemed like an easy way out. And I remember the the thoughts. I remember the knife sitting in the kitchen. I remember how easy it could have been. I remember looking through the knives, seeing which one was the biggest one, seeing which one would cut the fastest. I remember being on vacation. I remember... Being on the top of a building. It wasn't a big building, mind you. Maybe three stories. And I remember I remember asking my uncle. If I had jumped from there, would I die? And I remember I was probing at the time. But he said, no, you'll probably break a leg. But you probably wouldn't die. And I remember I was kind of disappointed with his answer. I remember... I remember it all. I remember wanting something less painful. I remember wanting something easy. I remember just wanting it to go away. And I don't think that it ever did. And I don't think that it ever does for anyone. But you learn to cope. You learn who you are a little more. And at the time, I remember I was looking for something to take the pain away. I remember I turned to food. I remember I turned towards that addiction, that comfort of what it was. I remember finding myself in this vicious cycle where whenever I was uncomfortable, I would go towards food. If I was anxious, I would go towards food. If I was sad, I would go towards food. If I was happy, I would go towards food. And putting myself into that vicious cycle, well, it didn't really help being overweight at the time either. You kind of feel your own stereotype. And that's when I started to turn things around. I I recognized how bad it could be and I got into fitness and health. And I became addicted with that too. Endless hours of cardio. Uh, I remember 45 minutes on the Stairmaster. I don't know how fuck I did that. Where I was just dripping sweat. But all for the sake of losing all that weight. Because I thought that was the problem. I thought that was the root of all my issues. I thought that was the one thing that was making me depressed. Making me anxious. Making me suicidal. And so I lost all that weight. And I gained someone. I gained my very first girlfriend. And let me tell you, when teenagers tell you, and I'm sure all of you guys have been through it before, that when you have your first love and you got you get heartbroken, man, are you ever heartbroken? I remember... Walking in on it, walking in on being cheated on, and I just lost everything. Absolutely everything. Because at the time, that is your world. That is your life. You don't have much else after that. I remember thinking she was the only person that could love me. I remember thinking she was the only one that could see past all of that. So when I walked in on it, everything shattered almost as if the only person that could love you in this world didn't actually love you. And I remember I was broken again, Qu- quickly looking for anything to stop that pain. I remember looking for different answers. I remember how easy it was. I remember reading the pills. I remember reading the side effects. And how easy it was to overdose and just end everything right there. I remember looking at that Prozac. I remember being terrified. Almost as if the answers were right there. But something stopped. And we go a little further. I remember back in high school, I was always a quiet kid always looking for more friends and always floating around and having a different group of friends almost every year just because i didn't know who i was and going a little further we skip into university and i hated it oh man did i ever hate university holy crap that that was that was a rough time um university taught me who i was more than a sense too I remember hating education because it forced me to learn things that I thought I loved. And when you're forced to do something, you begin hating it a hell of a lot more. I remember hating every second of it. I remember telling everyone, why are you learning this? Or asking everyone, rather, why are you learning this? Asking everyone, why you do the things you do? And that's when I started waking up a little bit started asking and started questioning why we do the things that we do. And no one had the answer. Everyone was just mindlessly following everyone else, not really knowing why or what or how they do the things they do. And it wasn't until the death of someone very close to me, my own cousin, that I finally woke up, that I finally began to recognize who I was. He was always so happy and so full of life. And what made it so much more impactful was that we shared the same name. I remember sitting at that funeral almost as if it was my own. I remember sitting there almost watching life pass me by as if I was wasting it for no reason. And I started living for myself, for my own ideals and for my own way of life and no one else's. And I remember I still had that sense of being accepted, trying to do things so that people could love me. And that's when I got into more toxic relationships, found myself broken again and lost my way. More times than I can count. But I ended up learning how to love myself. And everything that I had. Both in negative and positive. And appreciating everything. Being grateful for everything. Because that's what makes you who you are. And recently, I was at um, a dinner with my parents. And um, we were talking about how we grow up. And we grew up and how we didn't have much money when we grew up. We, we really didn't. I, I remember us going just to watch the planes fly overhead just because we didn't really have much money. But at the time we had each other and that's all we needed. But I remember them saying at the dinner that they had wished they knew how to make more money, that they knew how to speak English better so that they could have more opportunity to provide for me and my sister. And at that moment, for some reason, it, it it clicked. I don't know why, but I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad they don't know how to make money because instead they know how to love. They know how to show that love and they know how to, how to care and how to selflessly love someone, unconditionally love someone. Not because you have to, because that's just who you are and if it wasn't for that i wouldn't be who i was today if it wasn't for the negativity if it wasn't for them not knowing how to make money and i think money is a very separate topic altogether and we could spend a lot of time in that but this isn't what it's about 2018 has come to an end and for all of you out there who want to start this new year right who want to become a better person who want to give up all the bullshit, who want to give up all the negativity and who just wants to look past it all and find something new, find you. Find something you can actually be- believe in. But believe me, one of the one things you have to understand is you would, you have to embrace the bullshit. You have to embrace the hardships. And you have to understand that the negativity that you go through now The screw-ups, the rainy days, the slips, the falls, the broken bones, the misery, the depression, the anxiety, all of that makes you who you are. And without it, you wouldn't be the person you are now. And I know, I understand. It may be hard to hear in hindsight. It may be hard to hear when you're in the moment of it. But when you finally realize what it's done for you, when you finally realize how it teaches you to dream, how it teaches you to live, and how it teaches you to love, and I don't just mean love someone else. I mean loving yourself. I mean teaching you what it really means to be who you are. Then you'll appreciate it. Then you'll appreciate the negativity. Then you'll appreciate all the bullshit that you've gone through. Then you'll appreciate the scars, the bruises, the broken bones, the crutches, the toxic people, They all come with a lesson. I promise you that. They all come with something that they're waiting to teach you. You just have to be willing to accept the lesson. It only ever makes you stronger. And you only ever get stronger by doing the hard things in life. There's no right answers. And there's no wrong answers. You're not racing anyone. And you're not even racing yourself. Don't think of it as a race. Think of it as just a stroll. We're visitors here. Just learning lessons before we have to go back. So learn as many lessons as you can. Learn all the things you can. Because if we don't have that much time here, we might as well make the most of it. So embrace whatever you got. Embrace all that negativity. Embrace 2018. Because it goes by faster than you think. And I'm sure all of us could say that, man, I swear this year just started. Don't let 2019 go to waste either. Don't let another year go by. Don't let another 365 days go by. Don't let another minute go by. Find your happiness. Find whatever it is in whatever way you can. But in order to do that, you need to embrace the bullshit. Embrace it, love it, live it, and thrive through it. And I promise you, you'll find the things that you want. You'll be able to overcome your demons. You'll be able to overcome heartbreak. You'll be able to overcome depression. You'll be able to overcome anything that life throws your way but you have to be willing to do it. You have to be willing to embrace that bullshit and embrace it and embrace it and embrace it. Thanks for listening. Happy New Year, and I'll see you guys soon.